Welcome. Y saludos, amigos. A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, where we talk about all things nerd culture, movies, shows, pop culture, even some sports, and a bit about ourselves. I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host. Jason, what's up, everybody? Glad to have you back. We're excited to have you with us again today, guys. I know we've been gone for a minute, but we're back. I'm sure you missed us. Um, Things got a a little crazy during the holiday season and the week after. Uh, Jason, I think you would agree we've barely had uh, time to take a break. Oh, we have. And and, and, uh, I will say we, we did have a recording earlier, but I have yet to edit it. So I am sorry, Luigi, but it will be out. But it kind of works perfect with this pod. It's going to intertwine. It's nothing like having to do with this because we're having a, what's it called again? Summit? Uh, Summit 2022. Summit 2022. And I hope you guys enjoy that. We had some great, great guests on that. Um, We broke down our favorite albums of the year. And we'll have some more coming your guys' way. And I'm really excited for it. Uh, it was a rather long podcast, so it's going to take a while to edit, but uh, it, it, it'll it'll be out this week, I promise, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's going to have some parts, random parts. Did you do a... Never mind. We'll talk about that off pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but uh, other than that, man, how, how's your week? Where, uh, right now, there's uh, four teams left in the semifinal. Your team, Brazil, lost. Well, not your your team, but the the team that you were rooting for. Teams. Yes, yeah. <laughs> one of your teams. Um, that all the teams I was going for out. This yeah, happens. Yeah. This has happened in every cup that I can think of. Yeah. So, so for listeners out there, my first team that I when the World Cup happens is Mexico. If Mexico is out, um, I'm rooting for the U.S. If uh, U.S. is out, then um, I want Messi to get his 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 World Cup. Uh, I want. He's one of my favorite players of all time, and I would love for him to win one. And then other than that, I'll cheer for any of my fr- uh, teams. That are, if they're all out, I'll cheer for any of my teammates, uh, teammates, uh, friends, teams that they're rooting for, right? So, like, Eric and Jermaine, they're France fans. So, yeah, I'll, I'll root for them, you know? So, you know, it, it's just you, you got to go for someone, you know, because you want to be watching the game and you're like, I don't care who wins. You kind of slightly – you're like, I would like to see this team win more than the other, right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Oh, absolutely. At this point, I mean, I'm going for Argentina or Morocco. So, Oh, Morocco would be nice. That's what I'm saying. Um, Croatia, because Croatia was in it last year, uh, four years ago, and they lost to France. And Modric is probably his – he's probably considered maybe one of the greatest uh, uh, center mid uh, players of all time now because – Again, like there, he has an opportunity to take his his uh his country to back to back World Cup finals. That's amazing, man. And the population, I think it's like four million in Croatia. Like that's that's impressive, dude. So uh, I like that storyline. Obviously, Messi's probably his last World Cup ever. France maybe going back to back, and Morocco, the first African country to make it to the semifinal. You got to love all these storylines. So. Dude, um, I wanted the I wanted that Portugal Argentina final. I did, dude. Ronaldo versus Messi. That would have been awesome, dude. That would have. Whew. Imagine the views on that game alone. How crazy it would have been. Oh man, I mean, they should ridiculous. They should have thrown the game. 
<laughs> you can't do that, man. Uh, Morocco job, made bro. history. Uh, but dude, it, dude, uh, it's always tough, dude. Like I, uh, although like I hate some certain teams, but like right after the game is over and they get eliminated, you just see like the like their emotion is like times ten versus any other emotion that I ever seen like in NFL playoffs. Right, you see those players that like they lose right in the playoff match to go to the Super Bowl or to go to the finals and they're just breaking down crying. I feel like the world cup is like times 10 dude. Cause it only happens every four years. Right. So there's probably a good chance that, especially if you're in your thirties, you might not make the team, the, the next world cup. Right. So it's just emotions are just fucking times 10 to me personally. I know if this for sure was probably the last uh, Ronaldo world cup. So that was, that's how yeah. he goes out. He's 37. Unless he can make it at the age of 41, I really doubt it. But, I mean, he does look young as hell, bro. He looks younger than most of us. So, uh, <laughs> if he can take care of his body, uh, there's a good chance, you know. But uh, that talent in Portugal is pretty good, man. That young talent uh, for the strikers is looking pretty impressive. So, yeah, we'll is. see. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, let's get into some concessions, man. Yeah, man. Uh, well, well, besides that, do you have anything planned? Any Christmas stuff planned this week or last this past weekend? Uh, th- before we get into that, that, that nice uh, getting our snacks and and stuff. Yeah, well, I guess went out this past weekend. Took my daughter out. We went to Blacklight Mini Golfing. It was a pretty oh, cool place. Cool, she dude. loved it, man. Yeah, she I she had she a blast. Did. And then she wore a shirt that like shines in the black light, and she was she was hyped up with her shirt. So she wore she wore a white shirt then. No, it was like a <laughs> it was like a salmon, a salmon, oh, a salmon color. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, so I look terrible at salmon. Random. Really? Yeah, I know. I have a salmon shirt that uh, my brother in law gave me. It's a workout shirt, and I. My skin tone, it just it just doesn't work well with it. <laughs> like, they don't match. <laughs> yeah, like I was something about like a brown skin color. Like I'm not that brown, but like the salmon and like a light brown, it just doesn't look good on me. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just didn't. Look, I feel like it. I was like, I probably should never wear this shirt again. <laughs> Bro, I'll have to see you in. I, I like I like salmon colored stuff. So yeah, salmon's cool, but like on me, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? I also watched the Cowboy game uh, yesterday, which oh, was not course. good. Bring it up. It was not good. Uh, hey, you guys still won. Okay, but the the quality of a win matters at this point because it looks like we're going to make the playoffs. So how the team is playing does matter. I mean, I, I hope they learn some things from it. That's for sure. Hey, be happy you're still in the playoffs. My team officially got eliminated. After yeah. this week, yeah, hey, but hey, I'll tell you that we so we lost against the Chiefs, but we scored over 18 points this week 21 points, so that was awesome, you know. Uh, so shout out to the Broncos for doing that, although we lost. But um, how's uh, how's Russell Wilson looking? Uh, he got a concussion during that game, so he's probably going to be out next week. So we're probably just going to shut the team down and just kind of. I don't know, man. It's it was it was a rough year. I had high hopes <laughs> and uh, <it's> disappointing. <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh, but you just like stopped in the middle. You're like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> it was rough. Uh, man. It, 
tell my Broncos fans out there, they understand. We understand. And uh, it was just not – it's not fun to watch, man. Maybe he got hit in the head so hard this this uh, past game that uh, he'll stop being weird. Because he's, he's really um, – I don't know if you saw like his his commercials that you know the whole Broncos country let's ride his dangerous sandwich right dangerous but his name is Russ dangerous sandwich oh, on no subway kidding. yeah no dude kidding. like he's just a goofy guy like he's just maybe maybe he got the goofy knocked out of him after that concussion and will uh, <laughs> be normal I don't know dude I don't know so we'll see but he was playing really well but. It, Unfortunately, it was against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, which that offense is amazing. So it is what it is. But hey, your Cowboys, they got a shot, man. Like honestly, honestly, if I I might I might delete this when I go back and edit, but might be your year. Might be your year. I know the Cowboys say it every year. This is our year. This is our but legitimately, this might be your year. That defense is amazing. You, granted, you and the Eagles had an easy schedule, so maybe, 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 maybe I'm talking too soon. But hey, hey, so far so good. So far so good. Yeah, I mean, the good teams that we had on our schedule, besides the Eagles, we did beat them, so that helps. But then we lost some dumbass games. Yeah, to the anyway. Bucks who aren't really looking that good. So. See, this was the beginning of the season. That's when we all yeah. thought the Cowboys were going to be trash. And we thought uh, the Bucks were going to be really good. Yeah, and uh, it went Oops. the opposite direction after that game. And you lost to who else? We lost to the Eagles, the, the Bucks. Bucks. God, who else did we lose to? We lost the Packers. One. Oh, there you go, the Packers. But you guys always uh, lose to the Packers. Yes, I know. So, yes, I know. <laughs> All you, right. just, you just wanted to say that, didn't you? <laughs> it's just fun. Like I just like watching. It's like one of my favorite pastimes is watching the Cowboys lose band. No offense. No offense. It's not you. It's other fans. So I hope yeah. you know that. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. I just don't understand it. Like, why do we always lose to Green Bay? Anyway, anyway. All right. So uh, I'm going to go into something that I thought was interesting. We talked about phase four of um, Marvel. Of Marvel MCU. ending. Yeah. And I've been getting a bunch of takes. And on the Fat Man Beyond podcast, they were talking about how a lot of a lot of phase four was like, a couple things like obviously people talk about how it's an expansion of the universe and like how there's like disparate groups all over the place that obviously is very well set up they set up the multiverse really well um but they also mentioned a passing of the guard which you're, i was like yeah that's true all these actors are like done with a role and someone else is taking up the new mantle so it's it's pretty interesting to see that and a lot of characters going through grief i was like that's also pretty accurate when i think about it a bunch of the characters go through grief i mean spider-man goes through grief well i mean Uh, spider-man goes through like one of the most like the most grief yeah he does he literally him in the comics that's he literally loses everything all the time yeah Yeah. i know i was just hoping that he'd get like a happy him and batman (laughs) the true Batman, but batman oh no they're both self they're both self-inflicting. Anyway, um, yeah. What did you think about that? Like, because I think about, it, I mean, Scarlet Witch is a character who is in grief. I would say even Doctor Strange would be considered a character who has uh, things about his life that he grieves. Right? Uh, loss. 
Um, yeah, uh, having to, yeah, not being able to be the one with the person that you're in love with. So yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I want to say Shang Shang Chi. I want to say that his father is grieving. His like that's literally the oh, centerpiece yeah, right. of his oh, father, yeah. like not being able to to grieve and let go. That's true. All right, you know, you got me there. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like that's all Marvel movies, though. Like, um, the very first to to kick it off, man. Uh, well, the main one, Iron Man. He was grieving because he found out that like his weapons were being used to fight his own people. Right, the U.S. So he decided to do better. So that that's kind of grieving, right? He's like, "Holy shit! Like, I'm actually a piece of shit." And like, I don't know. Like, it's just you think about it. Like, you can kind of put that in all phases, in my opinion. I for sure I feel his grief in um, uh, gosh, Endgame, right? And then oh, Black yeah, Black sure. Panther in Civil War. That's all about the grief. Black Panther itself oh, has yeah, elements yeah, of grief. Trying to kill the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all it's all grief. I think there has to be grief in in a plot. Wakanda forever, Jesus! That is grief to the next level. Yeah, bring it's up like real tissues. life grief and fame. I know, seriously. <laughs> bring man. your tissues, man. They should have oh. warned you. Would you I say mean, we were kind of expecting that? <laughs> would you say that's the best Marvel movie of the year? Yes. Maybe. Don't worry. No Way Home came out last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I really like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Wait, Shang-Chi came out the last year yeah, too, right? Of, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So, I think Shang-Chi might have come out in yeah, 2020. Shang- yeah, yeah. Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. You're right. Never mind. Never mind. I take all that back. Oh, no. You're right. Though. This, this year went by. Yeah, yeah, this year went by fast, bro. So, um, yeah. Easily, bro. Because Love and Thunder, awful. Um <laughs> <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, although like I enjoyed it, like I just kind of it was like it didn't live up to a lot of people's standards for sure. Yeah, especially because I loved the first one, you know. So like I, I held it really to a really high standard, and I I did it to myself. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking amazing because I love the first Doctor Strange, and then the second one came out. I was like, so you like the first good. one more still? Oh yeah, it's still in my top top favorite movies of all time so oh, oh. uh okay. not all not movies of all time sorry mcu movies of all time sorry, sorry. okay okay yeah okay okay so, so yeah just... easily hands down black panther for sure yeah man that one's probably going somewhere in the, the top marvel movies of all time for me as well oh, it's so. going out there it's dope I, I just need to i need to figure out where it fits Bro, um, Shuri, the mother, like we already talked about it, man. We had a whole episode where we've been doing yeah, nothing but great yeah. things. And we, you know, we had our own, like, hey, this part, you know, I, I, I don't even remember, but we were like, hey, you know, you know, you got to have some criticism. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, amazing. Yeah, that movie, inspiring for sure. All right. And I did want to update a little bit on the whole Disney CEO thing. So I don't know if you heard about this, Jason. But uh, Disney had, like, out of nowhere, fired their CEO and brought back the previous CEO named Bob Iger, who had bought Lucasfilm. He bought Pixar, Marvel. Like, he was at the front of the acquisitions for all of that. And then he was, like, right before he left, he finished the acquisition of uh, 
Fox, Fox's non-sports and news properties. Yeah, so why let this guy go? He wanted to retire. He wanted, I, I'm assuming he just wanted more free time. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It well, was his choice. Well, good, he was stepping good. down. Yeah, Chapek was the guy that came in. He raised prices on Disney Plus immediately and in the parks. Looks like Iger's going to pull all that stuff back. Uh, he had a town hall meeting with employees. Uh, he kind of assured them of some things, but did say that things that need to change will change. Um, and the rumors resurfaced about Disney selling to Apple, but Iger said that's not true. There's nothing known about that right now. So just keeping you in the loop there, we may see some significant changes back at Disney again. If you were planning a trip, which I am, so this was directly affecting me, I want to mm. know how much it's going to cost. So all these little things that we're going to see. And if you have Disney Plus, the price may go back down for a bit. But we'll see. It fucking better, bro. Might as well yeah. go back to DirecTV and Dish, you know? Here's the thing, if they already got us paying, you know, they're probably not going to go back on it. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. They're like, oh, well, you are staying. But I bet it doesn't grow. It doesn't grow customers as quickly as they want it to grow. So they might put the price down. Yeah, I mean, I had to keep Disney Plus because there's something coming out in March, which we'll talk about later. Oh, right. Some some show. I don't know. Never heard of it. Um Last last bit of news I have for you. I know you have quite a few things to talk about, but last bit of news I got for you, man. Dude, so Patty Jenkins walked away from the Wonder Woman project. Who's that? She's the director. The one that directed 84 and the first Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Why did she, she walk away? So didn't it didn't it get officially canceled? The third Wonder Woman is in like they're not they're it it that's it. They're not doing it. There's no, there's not going to be Wonder Woman three. Yes, yeah, that's so. It looks like it's on ice. But if I know Warner Brothers, they may still try to look for a director if they're if they can get Gal Gadot to come back without Patty Jenkins. They'll probably still try to make the movie. I mean, Gal Gadot, like when you think about Wonder Woman, like that's who you that's who you picture. Bro. Yeah, like, man, it really is. Like yeah. that's her. That's her part. Like she I'll was, say, she was I made will, for that role. I will give it to you. Uh, well, no, MCU does a really good job too, but like DC does a really good job at getting the live action superheroes that we need. Like, um, like the look. Yeah. Yeah. Like I liked Ben Affleck as uh, as Bruce Wayne. I was like, oh yeah, he looks like a Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And with the cow. Yeah. No, no you're look, right. He had the look. Like he had the look. He didn't have the yeah. voice, is what you're thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. He have, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're I thinking mean, Kevin Conroy, bro. No one's gonna yeah. live up to that. No one's no gonna one. live up to that. Rest, rest in peace. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's that's why I was like, Ben Affleck has the look. He has the build too. He got super buff for his role. Like, and look, he looked awesome in that costume. But like, it's just his voice was like. I mean, he's cool, but he's no Kevin Conroy. You know what I mean, dude? I thought Henry Cavill was a great Superman. Henry Cavill was such a good choice. But yeah, like, and the turn—sorry, the turn they did on Aquaman. Like, I don't know about you, man, but I always thought Aquaman was a little bit lame. Um, there's nothing lame about him now. Not until you got Jason Momoa, bro. Like, it's so awesome. You got a a Samoan dude. I know Jermaine is gonna pop up and be like, "You don't know shit about Aquaman." 
Bro, I don't, I don't care. care. I watch. I know cartoons. I get it. Cartoons, comics is blonde, but like, it make, does it care. really make sense? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just yeah, aquatic people. They it just makes sense to me. Like it, it just makes sense. I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like it just fits right. You know. I don't oh know. yeah, it works. It works really well. Um, but yeah, so I think that they'll try to get a third one made. And funny enough. So this is the story that I read from Hollywood Reporter. So if the facts are incorrect, guys, I apologize. Blame Hollywood Reporter. Don't blame me. I'm just a middleman. So, oh, you're gonna um, get it. Do you? Do yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, in, in the comments, dude. Someone's gonna our... respond like, "Oh my god, Luigi doesn't know shit for the fucking sixth time." To quote, <laughs> to quote uh, Nick from 303, our tens and tens of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a riot, yeah. <laughs> so, from from what I hear, Patty Jenkins uh, gave a final review, like it's pretty much like a finished, a finished I- idea with storyboards and things like that. If I'm not mistaken, for sure, a script, um, probably budget. If I had to guess, on Wonder Woman and the two, it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, James Gunn and Peter Safran. It was the two below them that told her, like, no, with what we're doing now, this is going to change. Like, this this needs to change. And they told her, like, you're welcome to do a different take on it, but we can't move forward with this one. And she pretty much told them that they don't know what character development is or story arcs. And she got offended. She walked away and she left. And she even sent an email afterward with a with a link to the definite or the wikipedia of like story arcs or character arcs yeah to one of them i was like wow that's damn no yeah i would have been <laughs> like you don't know what character development is i would have been like what the hell as a director like i would oh yeah that would piss me off no she told them that oh okay okay yeah no they i don't know what they said and I just know that they were not they were not down for her take. And it's not moving forward that way. I just don't know if I don't know if Gal Gadot is going to play the part again. I really hope she does. Dude, she's uh, my Wonder Woman, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. So we'll see. I'm gonna keep an eye on that for you guys, but that's that's the big piece of news that I saw. What's going on in uh, your world of of all things nerd culture, sir? Oh, dude, I'm going to tell you what's going on. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it in the DCU universe since we just spoke about Wonder Woman. Batman Beyond. Did you know they were making a film for this? Um, you know, I didn't know they had action. a greenlit. I know they were they were taking scripts, but I didn't know if yeah, they were greenlit. Yeah, so apparently it got canceled. And you know who's set to play old man Bruce Wayne? Just kidding. I had heard this, yes. Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Come on, man!" Like, there's you know a lot what of it stuff is. that we want. Like, give us this, not fucking Black Adam. No offense. Um, <laughs> Did you see it yet? Yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out on HBO Max. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm it's, sorry, man. It's, it's already... not. It's not as good as Shazam. I'll tell you that. Hey, so. You know, and Shazam was all right. I Although I, 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 I like the casting for it. You know, like for the first one? Yeah. Did the second one already come out? I haven't seen the second one. No, it's it's not out yet. Um, hmm. 
No, I, I, Shazam is actually one of my favorite DC movies. So I love okay. that, dude. Love that. It was like so different and like it was just a, a fun take on it. You know what I mean? Especially with a kid that can turn into a superhero. Like they really showed the kid side of it, even when the, the adult actor was playing him. Like he still kept it as a kid and like he was true to that character. So it was awesome, by the way. Um, but yeah, uh, keep keeping in DCU. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go video games for a second. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League trailer came out um, during the video game awards, and yo, the graphics look dope. The trailer it was cool. It's a it's an action adventure shooter game. Um, but what was really cool about this, and also unfortunately a little sad, uh, this was Kevin Conroy's last voicing of the character Batman. So they teased him in uh in in this trailer right like i am the night i am dark i am you know, right or i am vengeance i am batman he says that line oh it, it's a it cuts back to the, his classic 1990s um animation uh series so uh dude it was it was a nice little um thank you Mush. kevin conroy for yeah uh for everything so it was it was dope and the game the trailer looked pretty sweet. I didn't know it was I didn't know it was gonna be a shooter game. It looked more like a Arkham Knight type of game. Yeah. But it's gonna be an action adventure shooter game where you're the suicide squad and you're going after the Justice League. So I'm pretty interested in it. Obviously Harley Quinn's in it. Uh King Sharks is in that in that trailer as well. Uh Boomerang. Um uh they're showing they show Flash in it where he's like almost almost dead. Uh and then Batman comes in and like pretty much saves his life and he's a true fucking G, you know? So uh it, it looked amazing, uh the trailer. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's available on YouTube. Just put Suicide Squad, uh right, kill just the Justice League and you'll you'll find it right away. Uh it was a nice little, like you said, homage to uh Kevin Conroy. So I got a little emotional on that. I was like, oh man, I gotta play the game now. You know? When they put out the teaser for it, I was like, man, this game Looks like it could be amazing. It looks very interesting. Yeah, it really does. So I, I definitely got to catch this trailer, man. What else you got for us? Yeah, so uh, as since I was speaking about the video game awards, um, obviously there's a lot of awards and uh, winners that came out. So if you guys want to look that up, it's on Google. But obviously I want to just shout out to the main one, uh, the game of the year, which came in to no surprise to anyone. Uh, Elden Ring uh, ended up winning game of the year. Um, I haven't played it, but I've heard nothing but great things about it from my friends and just people that I know that played it. It's just a phenomenal game. So if you guys are looking for a new game and want to try something, it's like a role-playing game, I would highly recommend it. Role-playing, but like way more advanced from what people were telling me. Uh, yeah, it sounds like an advanced RPG. Like You can't just jump in. Well, I mean, some of them just jumped in. Right? Yeah, and I hear it's hard as fuck, but like it's very rewarding if you get in, once you get invested, you get invested, you know. So, um, so that 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 was like the big news of that. Like it, it won a lot of awards uh, from what I heard. Um, but also they released another trailer during the video game awards, which. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked for her, dude. And it's the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it's going to be, it's known as Jedi Survivor. The trailer released to it. And we see a, an older Cal Kestis 
Uh, so it's the same character that we see in the first one where he is trying to hide during the Jedi purge where they're killing after order 66 and he makes it out and he loses, you know, uh, you're pretty much, it's kind of like a God of war game where you're like building up your character to make him stronger and you're learning new moves as you go throughout the game. And there's in this trailer, you see that you can actually ride some of the animals and like just new skillful lightsaber techniques that you learn throughout the game and he has a beard now, so he's a lot older. And you still have your your uh, Jedi, your droid companion BD One, which is by far probably my favorite uh, droid in the Star Wars universe. Yes, I said it, guys. R two D two. Honestly, probably not even. I don't think he even cracks my top four. To be honest, as favorite, as favorite droid, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I I would have to really think hard to think of four droids. I'll tell you right now. Uh, so BD One's my number one. Mm-hmm. I probably give it to K Two S O from Rogue One. You know where he's the best. I do like that. He's dope. Chopper in uh, Rebels. I think he's Chopper. better because he. I think he's a little more. Um, he's more of a spicy character than R Two D Two. Although R Two D Two is pretty spicy. Yeah, I, I was about to say he's got some <laughs> attitude too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, number four, I'd probably have to give it to the Andor droid. Don't that really? The one that kind of has like a glitch and like is attached to um, uh, Cassian Andor and uh, his, his his mother. Oh yeah. yeah, poor little guy. Yeah, yeah, I I really felt for that droid, and um, um, the droid in uh, Solo, dude. God, I don't remember that droid either. Yeah, she was the female droid, the one that like, um. Oh, what is Han Solo's friend's name? Uh, Chewbacca. The that, no, the one that wears <laughs> the uh, the capes, the one that always screws him oh, over. Oh, Lando. Lando. There we go. God, why did his name pop up? But yeah, he had that um that droid. I forget her name, but she was awesome too. Like he's like, Lando loves me. Like we have a relationship, but like I'm not about it. And then she ends up dying. And uh, very sad, by the way. Um. So yeah, dude, I probably put all those characters. In front of R two D two, although I love R two D two, but I just the characters in those moments are like I like these droids, or maybe it's in the moment I don't know. But yeah, I could probably I'll probably put those in front of R two D two. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So, anyways, when's this game coming out? Uh, they said early twenty twenty three. Um, it sounds like an a March target date, so that would be my guess. But oh, dude, I'm so pumped! And I don't, Luigi, I don't know if you. Had a chance to play it, even though I already told you to play it. It's available on Game Pass. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, dude, put it on easy mode, and it's still hard. Um, but the story mode, dude, like, do not skip the the story mode part. Because it they they said this is canon, so, like, it's legit. This story is legit. Because Darth Vader pops up. You see the Inquisitors. All this oh, stuff. Like, yeah, dude, like, it's, so it's a this great story. What's up? Is this guy a badass though? Is he a badass? I mean, if he's dealing with these I people, I mean, I mean, you're the character, bro. So you you become a badass, bro. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling okay. you, man. The the graphics are. are, are I'm just sick. like the game. I'm wondering if he's gonna end up coming out on the show. Dude, that, so that was our guess when um, Mandalorian season two came out, and remember when Grogu called out to a Jedi. Right, uh-huh. where he's like, "Oh, we got to find his uh, him a Jedi." Before we thought Luke, 
before we know that it was obviously Luke Skywalker that came to get him, we thought it was going to be Cal Kestis to show up and save him. Mm. That was like, especially me and Jermaine, I remember after the, like when Grogu got taken, it's like, all right, he's going to get saved. And like when we saw that, he, you know, like, was, oh, someone's going to come save him. Like, who's he reaching out to? Like, everyone thought it was going to be Cal Kestis, the, the, the Jedi from the video game. They won up to you on that. And they did one up us on that, which was awesome. I uh, was not mad, I'll tell you that. But we were also, we were kind of like, oh, this could be it too. And that would be awesome too. But hey, you know, maybe we'll get in a live action version of him someday. The character that voices um, Cal Kestis in the video game has said that he wouldn't mind playing a live action version of him. And he looks exactly like him too. So. I don't know, maybe in uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just hyped. Like, he's a great actor, too. You know, so you know, we'll, we'll see. So, that is the end of oh, no, lastly, on uh, my concession stand, um, they just finished wrapping up uh, the second part to Dune, the movie. Uh, they just wrapped, wrapped up the filming, so uh, we'll get that movie soon, right? And now it's going to go into editing. And we'll probably get it by like 2024 or early. Yeah. Yeah. Early 2024, I would say. Right. Is that when they announced it? That we released the the film? Do you remember? Sure, I don't even remember. But that sounds right. At best, late 2023. But yeah. Yeah. So right. I'm excited for that. The movie was dope. But I want to see all the action part of it. And part two is definitely going to be a lot of action. All right, man. This is going to be awesome to see. I can't wait for part two, man. Part one was, God, it was so good. So good, man. So I'm ready to see this. Let's move into trailers, man. We've got a lot of things that are coming up. So, um, well, actually, we've got two that already came out. So Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. The Christmas special is out, guys. Check it out. You get plenty of Kevin Bacon at his most uh, most enjoyable. If you guys are fans, I don't know, Jason, if you liked this when it came out because it came out when we were teenagers, but I still liked it because I'm a nerd. Uh, Night at the Museum. Do you remember those movies? Ben Stiller? They were okay, dude. I liked them. I liked them a lot. And my kid loves them. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man, history. Like, of course they did. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he gets to go on adventures with all these historical characters. It was, it was oh, exactly yeah. Right. I, I can see you geeking out about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty dope. Come on, that's that's like bringing, bringing a museum to life. It's exactly what that is. The coolest idea. Anyway, anyway, I'll move on. So they are making, actually already made, and I think it came out on Friday, December 9th, Night at the Museum, Kamun Ra Rising Again. So this looks like uh, they're going to bring back the bad guy from the second film. It's going to be an animated film for kids. I'm probably still going to check it out with my daughter because I love Night at the Museum. I think they do really cool things with historical characters. I always thought Ben Stiller was funny. The cast was great. Uh, And I thought the idea was just a really good one. So I'm excited about that one. That's good. Uh, That comes out on Disney? Disney Plus, yeah, that's okay. a Fox acquisition okay. right there, my friend. Hmm, interesting. Okay, yeah, did, I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't hate them. I didn't hate the movies. I just, they were just, just all right to me. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I I wish you shared the love, but I I respect that. I respect that. Um, next one. Did you see the extended Mario trailer? I did, dude, with Charlie Day as Luigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 liking I'm it more. Excited more, for this, yeah. dude. This yeah. movie looks good. Like, yes, I know Chris Pratt Mar- doesn't sound right. He doesn't. I'm not gonna lie, but. I can get over that for the rest of the movie. Yeah, Mario getting beat up by Donkey. That was fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I mean Donkey, I meant Donkey Kong guys, not Donkey from Shrek. So, uh, yeah, that would be j- just in case. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be real weird. Yeah. Uh, Dude, it's it's looking cool. I, I want to see this movie. I like I want to see it in theater. Dude, so we went to the theater and my daughter has seen the trailer in theaters twice already. I think it was probably before this last movie, but we were running late. So we barely made it for the final preview before the movie and um we were walking in and there was a poster for this movie the the mario movie and she points to it and she's like we gotta see that <laughs> it's like yes <laughs> that's right we gotta see that <laughs> damn right we gotta see that oh dude oh, remember remember going to the movie theater you know before the internet right we didn't have the internet that much or like we did but like it was kind of hard to get to without having to log into a computer like you didn't have a computer on your phone is what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. so you go to the movie theater and you see the posters of like movies that are coming up right you're like oh so yo i haven't seen the trailer yet so like and then also you couldn't watch trailers on your phone so you'd have to go to the movie theater to go see those trailers dude Dude, I know. I remember. I, I remember. I, I know. I'll, I'll, yeah, no, that, I know. I know you remember, but like, I miss those days, dude. Dude, I, I really those do. Days. But you remember, like, I don't know about you, but movie tickets were always expensive. But there was a point where they became like extra expensive, like stupid expensive. No, there's yeah. there's a yeah, there's bef- a movie theater now that I go to that's it's only like eight eight bucks matinee, which is damn good deal, and they have like really good seats and like it's it's a great theater. Now like they're like fifteen bucks, fourteen bucks. Like I'm a flex. I'm a flex on you, bro. Oh, Y'all go ahead. Flex we got one that's six. It used to be five. E. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Holy shoot, my 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 chair almost broke. Whew. No, but same thing. Like after that, they they go up crazy in price. And back when we were teenagers, I remember like going to like sometimes we would go to multiple movies in a day. Because there was nothing to do, you're like, yeah, let's go to the movies. Let's go see another one. Well, I mean, we would pay for one and go to another one for free. Is that what you're saying? That too. I wasn't gonna say <laughs> that on air, but yes, I remember one time in Dallas, we went to uh, AMC. I think it was AMC 30, and we hopped into three fucking movies. <laughs> three movies. I don't know if I can do three movies in one day. If I'm being, it wasn't full on. movies. It wasn't full movies. Oh, okay, okay. But we like, saw a good amount of these movies, like each one. I'll, I'll tell you when I when I did that, where we bought a movie to one movie and we went to another one, and it was um, the Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. We we bought tickets to go see that. And then after that, we snuck in to go see in the same theater, right? We're like, all right, instead of leaving, we just go into the other auditorium and we watched uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. No shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, I remember vividly because Freddie, I went with Freddie and his dad and they both fell asleep on, on the Grinch because The Sixth Day was a long movie and it was a great movie, by the way. It was awesome, action packed. And then we went to go see The Grinch. And <laughs> they were just tired because, dude, watching two movies in a row, 
Like that's pretty tiring, dude. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because you're not doing a lot, but you're like you get tired of yeah. just sitting there watching. Yeah, but do you remember the sixth day? No, I've never seen it. You never seen the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, man. I need like, to get I need to get my Schwarzenegger education. Oh, dude, watch the sixth day, bro. It's, it's good. It's good, dude. I do like action movies. We've talked about this. Yeah. It, so it's like set in the future and like. Aren't he, they all? Yeah. And he doesn't know whether he was cloned, but the character that we're following, we don't know if he's a cloned or if he's the actual real person. It's, so it's it's very weird and Classic. very strange. Yeah, dude. It's so good. It's so good, though. And it's action back. I'm telling you, you'll love it. I don't know. I don't know if the graph, the CGI, and all that stuff aged well, but I remember absolutely loving that movie. Um, God, all right, I'll check it out. And again, Arnold Schwarzenegger over The Rock, dude. I'm sorry, he just has better action movies, bro. Um, what's it called? So anyway, see, go see Mario. <laughs> go see Mario <laughs> featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm sure he's in there. Uh, he's in there somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, now here's my next question. Now this one, I know you haven't played the game, so you didn't catch a lot of it or any of it. It looked awesome though. That extended trailer for Last of Us. Yes, I saw Ooh. it. That monster at the end. Whatever the hell that thing was, that was they crazy. Bloaters, dude, they're fucking wild. So there are so many characters that they just confirmed in that show that are all from the first game. Didn't see a single one from the second game. So I'm thinking there's gonna they... be a sequel. Oh, dude, I think there might be three to four seasons if they if they stretch it out. They they might have three or four seasons the way they're oh, yeah. the way they're working this because the furthest out that I saw was. I would say, God, a little more, like three quarters of the way through the game, probably. Um, but it's it's a long storyline, so I don't know if they're gonna, I don't know if they're gonna span it out, and that's gonna be the season finale, because the very end of the game is its own its own crazy thing. But anyway, um, a bunch of different characters, man. I am so excited. I'm so excited to see this like played out in real life because I'm telling you best game I've ever played. Best game I've ever played. Last of us part one. God. Well, I'll tell you why it's the best game you've ever played because you hadn't played the Jedi fallen order yet. So I don't think that's going to change my mind, Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm probably going to like it a lot. I'll probably like it as much as my second favorite, which is Bioshock. I feel like it'll, it'll be there, you know, I'm just saying like this this game is a friggin masterpiece and i cannot wait to see it play out on the i guess it's not the silver screen right cuz it's a it's not a silver movie. screen oh yeah yeah let's yeah. take it we're we're going to use silver screen guys it doesn't matter we're taking it back uh the silver screen so anyway next for me is uh the pale blue eye premiering in just under a month, Jason, on Netflix featuring Christian Bale. This is a murder mystery, but this one's a thriller. It's not the fun comedy murder mysteries like Glass Onion or even to an extent uh, Murder on what, the Orient Express. That that comes out like next week, right? Glass no, Onion. Jan- 
Oh yeah, Glass Onion. Yes. Yeah, it comes out right because uh, you could have seen it in theaters during the Thanksgiving break, but if you were like most of us, we were busy with family and drinking and just having a good time, so we didn't catch it in theaters. But it's going to be available on Netflix this month. I just can't remember the date, so just keep an eye out for that for Glass Onion. But anyways, this is a more serious type of murder mystery. Way more like there's looks like there's very little comedy. One of the characters is actually Edgar Allan Poe himself. Uh, this is a obviously a fictional, sh- a fictional story, but he is somehow involved. Like he's not the murderer, but he the murderer is watching him, hmm. and uh, he is helping Christian Bale's character, who is the detective. And the guy who plays Edgar Allan Poe, do you re- obviously you remember Harry Potter? Um, the family that he lived with. Do you remember the the muggle family, the normal people? Yeah, his aunt and uncle. Yes, you remember their son, his cousin? Uh, Piggly, Pigsby, whatever. I don't know, dude. I t- t- Piggly Wiggly. You know. I don't know, man. He's, <laughs> it's it's why well, you put me on the spot, bro. Like it's Harry Potter. It's like whatever. Well, I didn't, you, didn't yeah. need to, you didn't need to remember. Wait, I remember. I remember the brother. Yeah, cousin okay. or whatever he was. Yeah. But last so, year, last year there was thirty-seven or twenty-six. What? The, the Christmas presents, right? Oh, 36. Right. Counted them myself. 36, uh, but last year, last year I got 37 or whatever. I just remember that right. part. And that was my best uh, rendition of an English accent, guys. It's not going to get any better, so don't <laughs> ask for it again. Okay? Oh, man. That was, that was good. That was good. No, that, that, Jason, was an inspired English accent. I think Every person who tries to do an English accent should only do that from now on. Thanks, man. I mean, the best one that I have is definitely a Hispanic uh, accent. Like the really, really, really beaner one. You know what I mean? (laughs) You'll get it someday, but not right now. Uh, So sorry. Apologies to my English accent, guys. It's it's awful. I know it is. (laughs) Um, I tried my best. And maybe you're laughing at it because it was that awful, but yeah, hopefully you guys got a kick out of that one. No, that definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kick out of it, shit. Um, well, he his name is Harry Melling. He also came out in a really pretty, I liked it a lot, uh, pretty good Netflix film with Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, Robert Pattinson's in it. God, I think even Yo, did- Sebastian Stan's in it. Yep, Sebastian Stan's in it. Called The Devil weight? All the Time. Oh yeah, he lost a ton of weight, man. He lost a ton oh. of weight. So not the 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 pale what the pale the pale blue eye, the pale blue eye. The All right, tell me more. Tell me more. Like so, does he have a car? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was you know what? Only because I recently heard someone sing that song, did I like catch that? The good one. That's a good one. <laughs> so Is, that's, what's his name? Harry Lottie. Harry Melling. Harry Melling. I thought it was Harry Lottie. No, Harry Melling. <laughs> it says literally, I'm looking it up right now. It says Harry Lottie. Are we looking at the same guy? It's Harry uh, Melling. M E L L I N G. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. We're going off the rails right now. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, he did lose a lot of weight, man. There you go, dude. <laughs> oh, anyway. January 6th on Netflix. <laughs> the Pale Blue Eye, Christian Bale, and Harry Melling. 
Uh, Edgar that. Allan Poe murder mystery thriller. That's definitely him. I'll tell you that. That's definitely him. Yeah, yeah. It had like so the preview had like more serious vibes than uh, Wednesday, but it's not like a super serious looking movie. Oh, Sleepy Hollow. I feel like you could probably it, oh, it okay. felt like Sleepy Hollow a little bit. Um, just not with the Tim Burton style, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, man. so what what you got for us, Jason? Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I had to bring this up to you, you know, especially you guys. We we got a release date for Mandalorian season three. And that's for our March, birthday, bro. It's for our birthday. Birthday month, yeah. They, they had to like, oh, you know, they got Jason and Luigi their birthday months in March, <laughs> so it's only right to season three of Mandalorian season of Mandalorian season three. <laughs> the third season the third season the third season the third season of mandalorian season three uh march 1st <laughs> we got a release date march 1st oh man i know dude I, I don't care i was just so excited i was like hell yeah get yeah i'm i'm so pumped dude, dude. i am so pumped that show looks so like it looks like it's gonna live up to the first and second season and maybe go further yeah, I think like a, I, I think they got it, bro. And then uh, they they released the uh, every episode of who directed it. It's mostly uh, uh, John Favreau, and with some Dave Filoni in there, bro. So, well, Favreau and Filoni created this show, so it should be it should be very good, um, dude. I'm excited, and obviously they didn't give too much in the trailers, but I have a feeling we're gonna get a lot more cameos from like the the animated shows coming into the um into the live action scene for the first time so i i hope so if i if i don't get it that's totally fine because i love where the story's going and um but it would be awesome too so <laughs> uh I'm, I'm excited either way i don't care i love the show uh i damn nearly cried on the end of season two and probably one of the best uh kept secrets of a character, and I'm sorry I spoiled that for you, Luigi, but it was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't uh, my fault, though. It wasn't my fault. It took you forever to watch it. Bro, come on. Man. It was in the middle of us talking about it. I know. I just I forgot. Like, you, we I were talking was... about how I was watching it. I know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean uh, to. I was just so excited. And I hate you either way. Um, and lastly, for me, for trailers. Uh, the Transformers Rise of the Beasts trailer came out. Um, but it's a mixture of Transformers and Beast Wars. So we it, still have it. They merge. I kind of like the way it's looking so far. And I like Anthony Thomas, man. Like in the Heights, he had so much, so oh, much bro, style. I love him. Yeah, yeah, dude. I love him. What's Anthony his name? Hamilton. Shit. What, what's Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. I loved him in the Heights. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the Heights, right? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah, that's why you love him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, yeah. No, bit. no, man, but he's dope, man. An amazing voice. Yeah, I loved, I loved him in Into the Heights. Yeah, so. Oh man, no, he he's he's a great actor. So I'm I'm ready to see that. Oh, uh, because we, we we got a taste of the cheetah, oh, dude. Oh, I know. So for the goes for those of you guys who don't know, cheetah, the cheetah in Beast Wars is like Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. In, in in the animal version, right? The gorilla is like a uh, um, Optimus Optimus Prime. Prime, right? So he's a leader, and then 
Cheetah in the animal version is the right hand man pretty much. And he was my favorite character. I had I had the huge transformer growing up as a kid, the huge cheetah. It was oh, huge, bro. It was like the size right. of a puppy. Bigger. Yeah, dude. I fucking I got that for one of my Christmases. Oh, I loved it, dude. I loved it so much. And uh I don't even remember what happened to it. I probably you know, I was a kid. <laughs> It, it was a lot. It was it was a lot of pieces, you know, because you transformed a cheetah into a, like a a prime, you know, an Autobot. So yeah, I mean, they are robots in disguise. I got yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and then if you guys didn't watch, uh, didn't grow up watching Beast Wars, it was an animated show. I can't even remember if it was on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. Fox. It was Fox. Fox. Was it okay? Yeah. Um, great show. The animation was like kind of the first of like the pixar type of animation like it was that but it was really bad it was it looked like you were watching a computer game um but back, <laughs> but back then it was definitely innovative was definitely innovative when it, that like, one when and the, first... uh, the cartoon network show on tsunami reboot you remember reboot i don't i can't say i did but uh they had very similar yeah guys look look up beast wars uh in the 90s just put beast wars 90s <laughs> cartoon series You'll prepare to be amazed. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it, back in the day looked awesome, but uh, if you look at it now, you're like, "Whoa, this animation's trash!" But it's like the first like computer like animation that they utilized, and they were innovators, my friend. Yeah, definitely innovators, and got got it going. (laughs) Um, Oh man, back to the Star Wars thing though, real quick. I kind of hope they bring back Bryce Dallas Howard though. The episodes she did on oh, Book oh, of Boba Fett to... and Mando, those are good. Well, because, I mean... You think she's going to do some Ahsoka episodes, maybe? Well, I, I think... Um, yeah, no, you're right, dude, because they're going to do an Ahsoka series, too. And they're going to say Satine is going to be a part of it. And if Satine's going to be a part of it, then we might get some Ezra. Uh, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm thinking in Mando Season 3, we're going to get a taste of some of the characters. So, of course, Mandalorian is like the doorway to all of these characters. It is, dude. I mean, Book so, of Boba so Fett was literally, as we a, call it, a Mando 2.0, 2.5. Mando 2.5, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a quick stop in the story of the Mandalorian. All right, let's let's go into TV land, Jason, because uh, I know that I've got a lot of things that I watched. <laughs> yeah, man, you got into a lot of stuff from our, from our notes here. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you take it from here bro what you what you got for us what do, what do you want to talk about first welcome ladies and gentlemen to the weed show where i'm going to talk about like 10 things that i've been watching over the past three weeks now i'm gonna uh, jokes aside i'm gonna start off with uh guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities i talked about it as i was watching episodes but i just finished it and I got to say, the back half of the show is amazing. The front half is good, but I feel like the back half is, they do some interesting things with these episodes. I did it for you, huh? it's, it's all good. Yeah, all the episodes are, I really enjoyed the show. No, the more I think about it, there are few episodes that I'm looking at when I look at the episode names that I just wasn't into. I think there was one that I didn't love, but it was still a really good story. It was a damn good story. It was called The Outside, and it's it's got its own thing going on. Like it, they're all really original ideas, man. I I highly highly recommend 
uh, cabinet of curiosities for anybody who's who likes horror and it's not intense horror either like it's okay well it's it, it, it's not for the faint of heart but it's not gonna be as scary as it you know what i mean i i feel you it's like uh it's like nope a, a little scarier than nope at times though because they use different types of horror okay, so if okay. certain things don't scare you those episodes aren't going to be scary to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they had an episode with giant rats, like in tunnels underground. Okay. I mean, it wasn't just giant rats, but it was like rats. And then there were like these overgrown versions. I mean, that's I like, not the- scary to me. That's like very icky. Like I, I, I'd rather have to deal with bugs than rodents. Like yeah, that's the, fair. just the thought of a rodent, like crawling up my leg and into my pants and like in, in my nether regions area, like that scares the fuck out of me, dude. Well, imagine some the size of like a mid medium to large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would freak me out. Yo, did you know that squirrels like when they see us move, they think we're going like super slow. No kidding. Well, they do move super fast. Super fast. Yeah, but like to them, like when we're running or walking, like to them, it's like very like slow. That That's crazy? interesting. That's right. A, like wow, you know, how, know, you know how like we see other animals, like yo, they're moving really slow. We just smash them right away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how they see us. Yeah, that's how they see us. Isn't that crazy? That's hilarious. Uh, anyways, rodents. Fuck rodents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, there's an episode like that, but then there's also an episode with like a legit witch, like witch, witch. Um, there's an episode that deals a lot with like grief, and it's not necessarily like it there isn't a specific evil danger but there is something that's that's like playing into the story of the main character right right and then there if you if you don't like a gross out horror there's definitely some episodes in here that you're not gonna like um, uh i mean i don't like dislike it but yeah it's not like my, not my favorite so last one that i'll mention one of the coolest monologues i've ever heard over the description of music as an art form is found in season one, episode seven. It's called The Viewing. And I thought the monologue that they had a character do, and it was about music. It was just so compelling. They have a very Quentin Tarantino-esque scene where there's a bunch of people around a table talking uh, before you know the horror starts. And um, it's it's pretty cool. I highly recommend uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. That uh, You can see that on Netflix. It's already out, guys. As you know, Netflix likes to release all the episodes. I'd give it, shoot. Or, do we rate shows, Jason? Am I, am I... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would rate it. Ah, this is hard. Give me a decimal point. 8.5. Four or five, 8.45. Yeah, that's a high score. Any anything eight or above, even seven or above, is pretty high score. Uh, seven is like, yeah, it's great, not great, but yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Watch it, you know what I mean? Uh, like this, this one is like, it'll, it'll stick in your mind. You're like, man, they did some interesting things. Uh, so that's Sweet. one that I watched, <laughs> one down, nine to go. So I went on a horror binge, guys. I went on a horror binge, I saw several horror things. Not just horror, but I'll get into the rest later. 
Uh, I also watched Barbarian and X. Uh, I watched them because I'm prepping. <laughs> I am prepping for our end of the year. So I'm not going to give um, ratings on these movies uh, right now. But what I will oh. say is... Uh, I heard nothing but great things about Barbarian. And I, I, would, I would echo the same. It is cool. definitely... I liked Barbarian more than I liked X, but X is very interesting, and I really want to see the prequel, which is called Pearl. Um, I think X and Pearl together would probably make a very outstanding story. Mm. Yeah, I think I think X is... I don't know how it wasn't a bigger... Yes, I do. So the the... <laughs> The premise is like these people are out shooting a porno in a small Texas town. I'm guessing that's why uh, it didn't get a lot of traction. But man, there's really only one scene that highlights that. I, it plays into the entire storyline, weirdly enough, in its own interesting way. Like the the idea of like pornography and the human body and like sexuality and sexual tension. All of those things are like they play out as a, as a theme within the story. Um, between several different characters. Oh, that's right. So that that's the one with a uh, Kid Cudi, Jenna Ortega, Mia Goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the? What Kid Cudi? That was Kid Cudi. Yeah, that was Kid Cudi. You shut your mouth, Jason. You sh- you 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 are you playing with me right now? It's Kid Cudi. Yeah, dude. He's he's been going in, into filming. Yeah, and then Jenna Ortega. Uh, what? AKA the Wednesday. Wednesday, bro. Dude, Kid Kid Cudi's character is dope. He's yeah, really I, cool. I, I heard, well, yeah, he, he really got into acting this this these past couple of years, and um, what's that inter intergalactic on Netflix? The animated show. I heard nothing but great things about it too. He released a soundtrack for it, pretty much an album, uh, which is pretty good. So, yeah, oh yeah, I, I heard the critics were gushing about that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jen Ortega is in it. That's right. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Uh, she plays the girlfriend of the cameraman, and things don't go great for for the cameraman or anybody really. Oh, uh, but the main me, dog. Just kidding. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say. I, I actually wanted to see that. I remember that came out back like in March. Yeah, I need. I, I've been wanting to see that one too. I I would recommend. It was a fun movie. Is, it was is a it fun scary? movie to watch. Uh not really. Okay. I, you know what it is? It get it keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's one of those. Okay. It's not scary, but you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, come on, come on, come on, because yeah, you're sc- obviously rooting just... for people to escape, right? Yeah, so if you get anxious, oh no, this is more of a anxiety not... inducing. Thing. Oh yeah, no, even worse for Jamie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, have her watch this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's just tough for me to watch those type of movies, uh, just because. Yeah, like watching movies and shows with with Jamie, and there's certain movies that she she just can't watch. Like you got to watch that on your own. But when I'm watching, when it's time for me to be by my own, I'm like, I, let's play some video games, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watch a lot of stuff in my free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I need to do that. I need to do that. I really need to. So, that All right. being said, man, Barbarian, I think it's better than X. I personally think it's better than X. Um, it's a really, you know what, Barbarian feels like wild I feel like, movie. It's wild. I f- yeah, I feel like Thomas. Shout out Thomas would be one that like like this movie based off of what I've heard. Yeah, I think Thomas would like. It. I mean, I know Thomas liked X. 
He wanted me to see yeah. Pearl. I just haven't watched it yet. Sorry, Thomas. Oh, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. I also <laughs> checked out a, a murder mystery that was making fun of Agatha Christie's murder mystery. Well, not making fun of, but it was like a parody. So more of an, again, an homage to uh, Agatha Christie's murder mystery novels. And this one was called See How They Run. Have you heard of this movie, man? Yes. You've seen it? No, no, no. I just heard of it. I haven't seen it. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounded so confident. So I was like, oh, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> no, no. Um, so it's got Cersei Ronan. Uh, it's got Sam Rockwell, Adrian Brody, Ruth Wilson, and David Oyelowo. Those are the those are the ones that I recognize. Everyone else seems like a fairly new face. It's just a really fun, um, good time movie with solid acting and a really interesting style. It felt a little bit like watching a Wes Anderson film, just with less awkward silences. Uh, but it was that very quirky style. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen this trailer too. I, I want to watch this movie too. It's and you watch some you watch some good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. This one I would give. I would give like a 7.0, like just Solid flat 7. 7. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise it would probably get like a 6.9, 6.8. But it's 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 good. Like I would watch it again if someone had it on. It's I don't no know if I'd buy it. No, no, it's no okay. knives out. It's no knives out. But it it plays on all those types of movies. Like even, yeah, I, well, I won't say that much. Those are, but they, they're fun. Those are fun type of movies yeah. though. They do break the fourth wall at the end of the movie, kind of just like, nice. like, yeah, we're aware that this is a style type of thing. So it was cool. Now, here's one that we were talking outside of uh, outside of the pod. The Northman. I finally watched it, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Jason's lukewarm reaction is because I loved it. And I just didn't understand why he's like, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Because I'm like, man, that movie was, that was fucking great. That no, was a great I movie. Mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, uh, you and Thomas and Eric and Jermaine love that movie. And I just like, it, was, it dragged for me personally. Just the, the imagery was so good. Like, listen, yeah, okay, I know I you disagree. I just, wanna, I just want to gush about the, the, the final, movie for a minute. The final fight scene was dope you know yeah yeah, yeah yeah i thought i thought um gosh scars guard what's what's the the million of million scars guards alexander yeah, yeah, yeah. scars right i have no idea bro i just i barely found out that they were all related um, <laughs> <laughs> dude there's a lot of scars guards man no, that's fair that's true you got, you, got, you got the one that plays it the one that's in andor the, the bill oh yeah all the scars guards bro yeah bill is is it and then alex is the viking and then gosh their dad he's yeah, got yeah. the most he's got the most like swedish name anyway uh so alexander scars guard i thought i thought did a great job like I think oh yeah no he did one of his Dude, best not... acting jobs yeah, yeah. Not, no I'm i know not... i know yeah, okay, okay okay i'm just trying to gush like i just i just want to talk about the go ahead, go ahead, gush. gush. and then like uh ethan hawk as the father they they had some Dude. weird scenes in this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and him he went all in he like went all as a wolf. in yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. you know exactly what i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, always the weirdo, did a great job in his, oh, great. in his small part. Uh, 
Anya Taylor Joy. She she plays a Russian. She does great. My least favorite, but still did a great job. And because God, I fucking hated her. Was Nicole Kidman? Oh yeah, as, uh, fuck her, as bro. His mother. His oh, mother. Gosh, she is an evil monster. That's all I'll say about that. Um, it was. I thought it was a really great movie. That, again, the way that movie looked was like beautifully dark and they played into so much Norse mythology. Like all of that is part of their, of the actual mythology. It's very accurate. And from what I hear, even the scenes you see of them outside of like those visions uh, were historically accurate as well. So I I found that super interesting. I love myself a revenge story. And uh, Alexander Skarsgård was a fucking G in that movie, man. Like I know he wasn't like top dog all the time, but it, it was it was a little more realistic in that sense, and I was okay with that because I still thought he was a G. Uh, I, I I have nothing but praise for this movie. Yeah, it, it was. It just like I said, it, it was it was good. It just dragged for me, bro. Like it was just that's the best way I can explain it. At at times, where I was just like, all right, but. Everything that you said, I, I 1,000% agree. Um, so I'm not, I'm not hating on the movie. Yeah, we'll, I mean, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. can't all have the same exact opinion, right? That'd be weird. Yeah. Um, so I have got a few more, but this is the back end. Some of them are pretty solid. Others, I'm like, eh, well, it's fine. And others, I'm not even finished watching, but I just thought I'd let you guys know because they're long, long things. So right now, I jumped back in. To a show that I had, I haven't watched it since, God, since 2020? And it's been two years. Yeah, yeah, this show was for all mankind. And I like the first season. It had had lukewarm reaction from critics and people. Uh, The second season, it had more traction, and I hadn't watched it yet. They finished the third season this year. And I just finished the second season. I'm halfway through the third season. This is a fantastic show. Fantastic show. Uh, The season finale of season two brought me practically to tears. Like I legit almost cried. Wait, where is, where where, where can we watch this? Uh, This is on Apple TV plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so if you end up catching Apple TV Plus, it's four ninety nine a month, so it's not that much. Uh, I know I sound like I'm an Apple representative here, but there are some good shows on there. Like Ted Lasso is pretty solid too. Oh, uh, they've got yeah, some decent comedies. Yeah, yeah, but this show for all mankind. So the premise, Jason, is imagine that the Russians were the first ones to set foot on the moon. This is the world that we live in. And the United States are on a constant competitive mission to go further and further into space. And obviously the USSR stays as a world power all the way like far into much farther day. than they did, than they actually did. Well, we're not in present day yet. Oh. The first season is in the 60s. The second season is in like the 80s. And then this third season is in the 90s. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Oh, God, it is so interesting. 
the character arcs are really good. Even some characters that I initially thought like, mm, I don't care much for this character or this actor isn't doing it for me. Over time, you're like, oh, now I really want to see where your story goes. Like, they have very like heartfelt stories. And man, I was telling I was telling our non-listener Cole that this show is everything good about America. And what I mean by that is like it makes you so damn proud to be an American. It's so funny. Like it it just does. It's the it is it emulates a lot of the ideas of what we think is truly a great thing about America. Um, on top of it being a very, very good show. I know that sounds super patriotic, and some people might be like, I'm not one of those, like, oh, watch those America shows. It's it's not like that, but it definitely, like, it plays into it, right? Because a lot of it, you're following NASA, and NASA is part of the United States government. So it, it's inevitable to see these heroes as symbols of America. And a lot right. of these actors and characters are heroes, uh, yeah. There are heroes on the show. It's it is uh, it is definitely a show that has captured my attention quite a bit. It's uh, highly recommend. I'm not going to give a rating until I'm caught up. Uh, but season one, I've I, I'll give season one and season two. Season one, I would say was probably like a six, uh, and then season two, I would jump all the way up to like eight point. 8.5, 8. 8.6. Um, nice. I mean, that's what you want to see in a show. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's definitely so- for me. For me, super solid. I'm going to continue watching it. Uh, it's not this crazy sci-fi show. Like, yes, it's sci-fi, but it's grounded in a lot of realities. They use science to back up what they're doing on the show. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, check it out. Apple TV Plus for all mankind. Now, I swear, Jason, I'm almost done. I'm going to wrap up these next few. So I could not finish the sequel, and I was excited about this, to Enchanted starring Amy Adams. I love Amy Adams. I loved Enchanted. Uh, Disenchanted, it had funny moments, and then the further and further the movie went in, it just got more and more cringy for me to a point where I was just like, this is too much. This is too predictable, and this is not going well. There is a scene where there is a duet uh, between two villains. Some of the worst, some of the worst, just TV I've seen in a long time. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because I was gonna. It, it came out during Thanksgiving break, right? Yeah, and. Jamie's like, I'm going to watch it. And I was like, don't you dare watch that without me. She's she like, you don't really care for this one. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. She's like, yeah, watch it with Charlie. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. I'll probably do that. Didn't end up doing that. And Jamie said she liked it, but she Oops. really hasn't spoken about it since. So how much did she really like it? So her hearing this, I'm kind of interested to see what she says. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jamie. I apologize if I uh, if I uh, insult but that song, like that's where I stopped the movie. Oh, really? The, the, yeah, you're I like, didn't oh, even finish bad. the song. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I literally got up because I was with people and nobody disagreed with me. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't anymore. I can't do this. I can't do this. And they're like, All right, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's let's change it. Let's go do something. Like, Dang, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. So, 
Yeah, could not finish that one. You know what I could finish, and it's an easy watch. It's like 25 minutes, if that is the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, man. Bro, I fell asleep watching that. Oh, it's so so short. Yeah, I know. I I think I saw five minutes of it, but I knocked out, like, immediately. I wanted to see it. I saw it was uh, Drax and... um... Mantis? Yeah, Mantis just being their funny themselves. Like, they're good together. Yeah, they are. They were yeah. really good together. <laughs> they're just funny because they're both like they're not human beings and they make fun of like the human culture and yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. And they uh they definitely add in some stuff that actually has like minimal, but like it has implications to the MCU. Uh nothing nothing that's gonna change any storylines, but you're like, oh wow, that's crazy. So it's a good watch. If you like Kevin Bacon, you'll enjoy seeing him. He sings in it. So just be aware of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also watched. <laughs> so we were talking pre-pod on this one as well, guys. I don't know what you think of this movie. We are now in the Christmas season, everyone. Uh, so I watched Noel, the Disney film with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. And it was okay. You know, I I didn't hate it. It was a typical Christmas movie. Yes, I feel like it would watching it. You know what it reminds me of? You remember ABC Family, and then it turned into Freeform. Oh no way! ABC Family turned into Freeform. Is that for real? I didn't know that. You just yeah. blew my mind there. Yeah, for real. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, continue. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. So if you know how they they would release like random like made for TV movies on there yeah, that were yeah, very yeah. much like this is one of those. It felt it felt like that, yeah, just with like bigger actors. But it it followed a lot of those like plot lines. And yeah. It was cute. It was very Christmassy, and you know it it takes you back to what Christmas spirit really is, and that's that's always the the fun of watching those kinds of movies. If you're a serious movie person and you don't like watching those types of things uh the i would call it the cousin of the rom-com right um this isn't for you but if you're okay with those you know it's a, it's a solid watch like i i didn't hate it i'd watch it again uh, would i watch it every year i don't know that's that's a lot i've got two christmas movies that i want to watch every year and this is not one of them possibly three uh, but, I, I got about three, but we'll we'll get into that in another pod. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get into that. Um, so check it out if you're into the in the Christmas mood, guys. Uh, next one's for me. So these two shows that I've been, these are two animes. Jason, see, I'm watching animes now. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Turns out there's a there's a whole world of anime out there that I was not given a chance. But Gabby has changed my mind she thought that i got her into anime but it turns out that i just opened the door and she had been waiting to go through it for a long time because she is watching a lot of anime and she showed me attack on titan of course i'd heard of it before it had been recommended before but she actually watched it yo that show is pretty fucking cool yeah dude i heard nothing but great things about that too i haven't watched it either i'm more of a 90s anime i've noticed Early two thousands anime type of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That new anime I need to like catch up on. It's <laughs> I've only seen one episode. I'm like dying to watch the show. I really want to see it. That and My Hero Academia. 
Like we just finished season two or we're almost done with it. That's a fantastic show as well. Like, dang, it is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty intense. And like character development is crazy too. So it is, it is. And they use a lot of like inner monologues to describe how characters feel, which I've noticed. I feel like, uh, American shows don't do that as much. I maybe maybe some kids shows, but it's not like super duper common for you to know what all the characters are thinking, right? Right. Because they all have these little monologues and it's it's pretty compelling stuff and the stories are cool. The characters are wild looking, they have cool powers. I'm pretty hyped, so I'm gonna keep you guys updated on what I end up thinking of uh both Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia. Last one for me, I think this came out last week or during Thanksgiving. Came out during Thanksgiving, didn't it? Thanksgiving. Strange World. Strange World, the Disney film. Uh, it's probably going to be out on Disney Plus, if I had to guess, in January or February. It was it was okay. It wasn't bad. I would put it in the sixes for sure. Like a maybe a six six point five. Yeah. Well, like you said, uh, which one when we were talking off pod. This one or Lightyear? That's harsh. I like Lightyear himself quite a bit. But this one plays into like, I really love like adventure movies. And this is totally an adventure movie. So I'm going to have to give the edge to this one. And I have to give the edge to Strange World. And plus, I like original ideas. And this movie is very original. Like it's its own thing. It plays off a lot of tropes from from you know things like Indiana Jones and other adventure stories like that, and of course, the overarching theme is like a metaphor for the Earth itself uh, taking care of our planet. But um, I genuinely enjoyed seeing all these this different world, these new characters, uh, dynamics that were different. Uh, the main character is pretty funny. Uh, he's he's goofy. Jake Gyllenhaal's character is pretty goofy. Uh, the character that plays his wife is is pretty cool. That's Gabrielle Union's character. The son is solid. He's a cool character. The dad is dope because he's like the Indiana Jones type, but he's like a big brawny buff dude, and he's <laughs> he's super self self indulging. I, I I loved all of the characters. Whereas in like when I look back. At Lightyear, I didn't love the supporting characters. Like I liked Buzz and Socks, so yeah, that's what I would say. I would say you know, Buzz Socks. Lightyear. That that's the robotic cat, right? Yeah, that yeah, cat's yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat was cool. Yeah. So so yeah, it definitely gives an edge for a lot of those things. I think the story was really interesting, and man, just when you think that the animation at Disney can't get better. Uh, watching this movie, I'm glad I saw it on a big screen. Because it's beautiful. It's like beautiful to see. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anim- animation is improving as we keep going. So that's awesome. All right. But finally, Jason, that's all the stuff that I have watched. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, the Northman. Nice. Uh, Noel. What? There, there uh, we kind go. Of. Noel, kind of, kind of. Okay, so I, I, I fall. I am, I'm very disinterested in that. Every time it's on, 
Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like a you have to pay a bunch of attention to this movie. It's like it's one of those you could definitely put on while you're like cooking food or yeah, 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 hanging yeah. out with the fam. Just coming. I'd, I'd much movie. rather watch other Christmas movies. Is what I'm saying. God, you're gonna make me want to talk about Christmas movies, man. <laughs> um, but what something I have been watching and we're making pretty good ground on it. Uh, I want to do just a quick recap of Game of Thrones season two. We finished watching season two, my friend. Guys, Jason said his favorite character is Cersei Lannister. He loves her. Loves Cersei her. Lannister wow. is my favorite character of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I hate that bitch with a passion. <laughs> She's worse than Joffrey, man. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, tell me otherwise, dude. I, everyone says like, no, man, Joffrey's the worst. No, Cersei's the worst. Dude. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that Joffrey is the worst. I think there are things about him that are worse than Cersei, but overall. Yeah, like Cersei is the worst. Yeah, because Joffrey's just a fucking punk bitch, bro. Like he's like, all right, cool. Like he's annoying ass little prick. Like and he's self centered and all this stuff. But like, uh, just just. But Cersei's fucking evil, bro. Just I mean, he and she fucks her. Joffrey, Joffrey is is evil, bro. Like I'll tell you that. Like just wait, just wait. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, uh, uh, it was season two. I'm talking about season two. All right, I've gone into another season. So, based off everything that's going on right now. At end of season two, Cersei's still that. the worst. I think she's the worst person ever of all time. I hate her so much. Um, uh, how you there, how you feeling about Sansa being pretty much captured now? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So the way it ends, right, Joffrey? They're about to take a King's Landing, um, and they don't end up taking it. But like everyone thinks that, you know, even Cersei thinks that, like, oh, that's this is it. We're we're going to lose this battle. So she's getting ready to kill one of her own sons with poison, which poison, poison. <laughs> and she's just pretty much telling Sansa, like, yeah, like I was like, I have this guy here pretty much getting ready to kill us. So they don't capture us and rape us and stuff like that, which is fucking dark as fuck. And you're like, she's just getting drunk and like, she's just like, yeah, we're, we're not going to win this battle. Like she's just pretty much already gave, give, given up hope because she knows King Joffrey is not a great leader. And she doesn't trust uh, Tyrion, which is probably the best fucking character uh, in that show. Yeah, he's the reason they survive. Yeah, because he <laughs> learned how to counter, and he ends up getting sliced in the face. And uh, yeah, dude, it's it's just I mean, a, the, towards the great. The, oh, go ahead. The Battle of the Blackwater, right? I mean, the whole thing is they destroyed tons of ships with that uh, with that, that green um, fire. Yeah, yeah, that green fire. And that was all Tyrion, dude. Tyrion Lannister, bro. Him, yeah. yeah. And, dude, the fact that, like, when once he wakes up, he's like, oh, you're no longer the hand. Your dad took over and saved the battle. But that's not far. That's that's far from true, bro. If it wasn't for, uh, you know, Tyrion, the, you know, uh, the half man uh, not blowing up all those ships, like, it could have ended so differently. See, that's the thing, right? Like, they say it was the, it was the grandfather because he came in and saved the day at the end but if it had just been his forces against um gosh what is his name baratheon yeah baratheon's uh fleet uh full fleet without i think he would have lost yeah i think he would have exactly and they even say when he wakes up like all all the soldiers like it wasn't for you like like you won't be written in the history books uh um the eunuch tells him you won't be written in history books but people will remember he's like what's good about being remembered if like it's not in the history books like i'm gonna be He's pretty much going to be written out of those history books, which they're currently writing, which is crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. they swing shit. 
it, it, that's crazy. The whole written uh, by the victors. Exactly. Written by the victors. Exactly. And then the whole Jon Snow thing with uh, him finally being taken over by like the outsiders and all the stuff. And then we, we finally, and one in Sam. The wildlings? Yeah, the wild, Sam seeing the wildlings. I thought he was going to die in that moment. Oh, which is kind of surprising. White Walkers. You're talking about the, the White Walkers. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. Jon Snow is going to meet the wildlings and meet the king. That's how season two ends. But we, we, didn't, we don't see him meeting the king. Um, but he ends up killing one of the the men's of the night watch because he sacrificed himself. Like, no, you like, we got to make this look real. And he ended up calling him a bastard. I'm like, I don't know. He ended up sacrificing himself to make it look real. And then Jon Snow like realized like, Oh, he was, I don't know. Like that scene was epic. Uh, I, I love Jon Snow. Uh, I think he's going to end up uh, losing his virginity to that redheaded girl pretty soon. Um <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, Sam, I thought he was going to die, and they the White Walkers didn't end up killing him, I guess because he's too much of a coward that they don't want to turn him into a White Walker. Uh, but what I noticed about the White Walkers is Night Watch and Wildling people were not were those White Walkers. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, what? And it's making more sense to me because I knew about these White Walkers, but uh, there was one scene like after Jon Snow kills his, his Night Watcher friend, uh, they're saying like, "Oh, you better burn that one. You don't want him coming back after you." And Jonathan's like, "What? You got to burn the bodies so they don't fucking come back as White Walkers." That's crazy, bro. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm very interested now." Like that made like I caught on to that just because I know a little bit of the Game of Thrones history. Uh, what else? Uh, Jamie Lannister. He's being taken by that strong white knight woman, um, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, yeah, she's a badass. And um, you're you're right, dude. Like I'm not like the, I like all the Starks, minus the mom, dude. Like, yeah, she's the worst. I, I understand why she fucking released Jamie Lannister to trade for a trade, but like everything that went down now, like she doesn't know that Arya's gone, Arya's missing, and um, yeah, it's it's, it's very crazy. Oh yeah, Arya's Arya's arc too, where she finds that character that she stays alive. He's like, name the character and name the person, and I'll kill them. And it turns out like this dude can change the way he looks insane bro and he's like come with me he's like no i got it he's like and i'll show you how to do all this stuff he's like no i would uh but i gotta go find my family dude aria's a dope man aria's dope too Um, yeah she's pretty solid man she's she's a great character oh man bro please please let me know when you watch episodes of season three i kid you not i want to rewatch season three seasons three four Six, six for sure yeah yeah probably all of them honestly I'll, I'll i'll let you know man uh, when we watch another one but that's what we've been mainly focused on right now like we just have to watch what's going on man it's 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 a good show like uh everyone says that it didn't start getting good until season three to four I, i'm not sure i can't remember but i really liked season one and season two and oh i will say this though the khaleesi storyline was very fucking boring this season <laughs> well you don't get ass. much of her you don't get much yeah they took her dragons she got her dragons back that's pretty much what happened bro uh, <laughs> and uh she can't get burned by the fire of her dragons whatever dude i don't know like it was very um yawn you know what i mean <laughs> so her story definitely grows quite a bit over time. I just oh, feel like I... they never gave her enough storyline. Even like even now, 
so so just so you know like even by the end of the show you kind of feel like god i didn't spend enough time with her yeah that, like, i mean that's what it feels like i feel like she's gonna be important but like all right where where, where is it going like I'm, I'm i'm bored of her being in this uh like have her be connected to this war that's happening because i know she's eventually going to want to take over her rightful throne because she's a targaryen i don't know, I don't know man so you're gonna we'll have see. to wait you're gonna have to wait my friend yeah that's what it feels like. <laughs> but uh yeah speed it up speed it up here or or give me some more character development for her please like give me give her get some good characters around her because i feel like the characters around her right now are just they're just not good Dude, you're in for it because you know everyone's saying it doesn't get good. It is good, like all the way through. But I would agree. Seasons three, I mean, my favorite season of the entire show is season six. Everyone season says that, six so. is amazing. It's like season four of Breaking Bad. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. Season, I think season four of of Game of Thrones might also be one of my favorites. Season four or five, I gotta, I gotta go back and yeah. check them out. Man, yeah. So you're you're in for some some good stuff coming in these next few seasons. But yeah, so I'm excited. That's my recap, guys, of season two. And uh, I'm like I said, I'm gonna do a recap after every season that I watch and give you my opinions. Favorite character, Tyron Lannister. Lannister. Tyrion. Least Tyrion Lannister. Whatever. Yeah, not Tywan. Tywan's the dad. Yeah. Uh, least favorite character. Cersei Lannister, bro. Fuck her. Or she's Barithian? I don't know. Did she take the last name? I don't know. Cersei. No, she's a Lannister. She's a she's a see you next Tuesday type of character. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and lastly, something we both watched, our, our final TV land uh, portion. Everything that everyone's been raving about it, and it's about to break records for most watched Netflix series. It, it passing maybe surpassing Stranger uh, Things season four, and that's wow. the the Wednesday series. It's been a fun show to watch. Like it's funny because it's a teen show, but I just it feel is. like they execute it so well. Ah, you know, it's it's that murder mystery type of thing that we love, dude. And it's that's and it's true. dark. It's pretty gory too. You know, for and for it's a, got very dry and like. The comedy yeah, yeah the dry comedy is hilarious and she plays what it's funny because you watch her and she for the most part she doesn't give a lot of emotion yet but she giving, does a great job giving tons of it dude I'm right like, how do you you said do it perfectly that? yeah that was so good dude yeah jenna ortega i don't know if you can hear me clapping but yeah Dude, good same, job, bro. Yeah, is she, awesome is she Mexican? Because if so, La Raza yeah. right there, man. Hispanic heritage for sure. Like, I mean, I, you got to do the Adams family right that, like that, right? You know, Gomez. It's, you know, the last name is Gomez, bro. You have to. So. Luis Guzman. He, he was funny. He was solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought uh, Catherine Zeta Jones as uh, Morticia was a great choice. Awesome. The, the thing, the hand. Yeah, great. they did a good job with the oh, hands. Great job. <laughs> and then it's crazy finding out that uh, an actual person was wearing did a whole like, green suit and was doing the hand. And like they're showing pictures of like him doing the character and like him lying, laying down and doing the whole thing. That was awesome, dude. Like the fact that it wasn't CGI, that was so super cool. And they actually used an actor to do that. That was awesome. Um, what I really I liked... liked about this show, 
is... I liked Fred Armisen also. As, as <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> I did it, man. I didn't. I know. You got to tell you got to tell the people, man. You got to tell them how why. It was just very disappointing, dude. Like I, I think Uncle Fester growing up watching the the movies uh as as a kid, um uh what's his name? Uh that's my Uncle Fester, dude. Like and I thought he did a phenomenal job. Uh Christopher Lloyd. There we go. That's my Uncle Fester personally. Oh yeah. Uh, no, he's a great Uncle Fester. And and obviously, right? Different actors. You you take a portion. You know, you you got to change it up. You can't be the same thing, right? Like every Joker rendition, you can't just do what the other person did. Obviously, um, but I just I don't know, man. I just didn't feel it. I just I I I didn't like him. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just didn't like his take on it. I'm not knocking him like, you know, I, I I don't think he did a terrible job performing. Like the acting was good and all that stuff. But like, I just didn't like his take on it. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, man. And I, yeah. I liked it. Um, I will say I was questioning him at the start, but there he had his moments where I was like, oh, I can see it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed his take. The show itself, though, uh, great storylines. It introduced a really cool world that the Adams family fits pretty perfectly in, right? Yeah, they're like, like a faction within this whole supernatural community. Uh, I thought that was really interesting to see play out. Yeah, I did. I did love that take uh, because in, in the Adams family movies, right, or just stuff that we grew up in, like we just see like, oh, here's my cousin, that you know. Uh, the one with the hair, fuck, I already forgot. But like, y- you cousin know, there's it. super, yeah, cousin it. Like, there's, you know, there's supernatural characters out there, but you don't see it. So you go into an academy, like, oh, it's not just the Adams family that's weird. It's like there's actually a ton of people that are in that community that are like that, uh, but they're just not accepted within the world. So they built this school for all these people to go in there and be themselves, uh, werewolves, um, sirens, all that stuff, and just everyone has their own natural un supernatural abilities which is which i love that take on it it was phenomenal uh in in my opinion um her best friend uh you know sharing her roommate how she's a totally different personality but they work together so well uh shout out to christina ricci you know uh being a part of the show you know uh the old wednesday being a part of it i loved i love that they reached out to her and made her be a part of it. And she had such a huge role in this part too. Straight up. I show. used to love Wednesday as a kid. And I was like, there's no way this girl's going to beat it. And Dude, me too. I, I mean, listen, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Recency bias. I don't know. No. But I'm like, they gave her more time to do it. You know what I mean? Wednesday wasn't the biggest part of the Adams family movies. Yeah. She was just like a kind of quirky, like fun part, uh, comedic, but dark. Right, like Adam's Family Values, if I'm not mistaken, was mostly about Fester. And God, yeah. I can't remember yeah. Adam's Family. Yeah, it, it was mostly about Fester. Yeah, I can't remember the first one. It was just introducing the whole family, uh, but mostly like the thing, uh, Gomez. Yeah, so and like just the whole family in general. And this one just focuses in more on the character of Wednesday and how she's not just a plain dark person. Like she does have emotion deep down inside, which was pretty awesome. And I yes. think even Jenna Ortega says that in an interview too. Like she's like, "Yeah, it's just we. There's more to Wednesday than that dark stuff." Like, so 
That was really dope. I just want to shout out. I think Jen Ortega is my new, uh, like I'm one of those actors that you're always rooting for. She's added to my list, bro. She's Mexican. Yep. She's half Mexican, half Mexican, Puerto Rican. She is literally my, mi gente and la raza. Like, of course, she is my people. She is my people. I will follow what she makes. Unless it's like a really, really, really bad movie. Otherwise, from here on <laughs> yeah. out, I'm probably going to follow whatever she makes. Oh, I feel dope. that. Yeah, and she's been acting since like the Disney Channel days, right? She was in Disney Channel shows. See that, I won't watch. I won't watch it. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is really like her breakout performance. She got like 10 million followers like right after Wednesday came out. So I started following her too. Yeah, oh, same. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Even my my nephews, man, they're like in love with her. Like it's 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 just funny because like like you said, I like I really enjoyed this, but I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I was like a teenager, like in you know going from like middle school to high school. Like I think oh. that's what it was catered to. But I still really enjoyed it. But like I think I would have loved it even more if I was, you know, it was like your your Teen Wolf type of thing. I, oh, you, yeah, you, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. No, I I know what you're saying. And that's the thing, like there's teeny moments in the show, but for some reason they don't bother me as much as in other shows. The only ones that are like, eh, is like the interactions between uh, Wednesday and the girl that plays the siren. I feel like oh, yeah, those yeah. those feel a little a little much. But it's otherwise like a, in the show, it's it's, it's fun. like your high school rivalry person. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like okay, yeah, it's like your typical high school thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, oh, it yeah. is, it is. You know, uh, I thought Wednesday's dance when they went to the dance. Fucking oh, that was dope. Cool. That was yeah. so cool. Just um, wild. It fit her character so well. One thing I liked about this uh, show, too, is. And, and I've mentioned this in our pod before, like I like to guess the move, the show or like what's going to happen at the end. And it was this one. I couldn't figure it out, dude. I couldn't figure it out until like t- towards you know, after a while, you're like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. But like, yeah, it, like it really did kind of throw me off because like they made it look like it was the monster or like whoever was behind it was this person or this person or this person. So it was like really cool, like to like, oh, who was it? Like who really was it? So it was it was, it was pretty interesting. So yeah, no, it, it they definitely kept you guessing all the way through. I really enjoyed watching it, man. I couldn't believe it. I. I <laughs> I know it's called Wednesday, but I really want like some episodes More where you Adam. spend time with yeah. the rest of the Adams family. Cause I was like, I really liked uh, the dynamic between Luis Guzman and Catherine Zeta Jones oh, as Gomez same. and Morticia. Yeah. Uh, I want to see more uh, Fred Armisen as uncle Fester. I know you, you don't, but that's okay. Um, so I, I just can't wait to see more of the family as well. Cause they've already got me on board for Wednesday. Yeah. They've got to get, a dope character yeah we got to get cousin it in there too now so oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely uh i want to see more crazy monsters it's going to be a good watch and now that enid uh took a turn in her in her story arc i want to see what happens with her oh agreed my friend overall i would give it like a 8.1 you know what i agree with you I agree with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede to yours. I think I agree on eight point one, low eights, but fun. still really fun to watch. Yeah, fun to watch mystery. Like it doesn't matter who you you can watch that show with your your nieces and nephews. You can watch that with your significant other, your family members. Like it's just 
especially like if you grew up watching Adam's Family, that's something that you're like, hey, we got to watch this. So on Netflix, you can binge it. Only eight episodes, hour long episodes, but still worth the watch. And when they when we say nieces and nephews, maybe not under oh second yeah. grade. Yeah, yeah. Because we had Katya watching some scenes, and I was like, oh, maybe we don't want to see that. Yeah, there, were, yeah. there weren't there weren't a ton. There wasn't like that, a ton, a ton, but there were some. Oh yeah, I agree. The cello episode too, like where she's like playing the cello, that was dope. Oh, uh, that, was, that was amazing. Was that really her playing? Mm, I don't know, but like I heard. Uh, I saw like videos of like professional cello players. Like I was like, no, that actually can't be played. I was like, that can't be played. Like that's impossible to do. But so, um, I don't know if it was her or not. I don't think it was. Oh, well, could be then mistaken. if it can't be played, then you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's still cool. The music, the song was cool. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that wraps it up for our TV land, right? Yep. And uh, our. Future presentation is going to be on uh, the next episode. Absolutely, we'll we'll hit you guys with some uh, some Christmas stuff soon too. Almost deaf. All right, Jason, you got any shout outs? Um, I do. I'm going to shout out uh, obviously Jamie. Um, we're excited this week. We we got a bunch of Christmas uh, parties coming up. We're going ice skating. We got celebrating Ryan's birthday during Christmas uh christmas parties for work and stuff like that so we're really excited for that um shout out uh to my nieces and nephews and family for the previous time that i saw them and i can't wait to see you guys again uh just the holidays just kind of reminds me of how much i miss and love my family especially since we live out of state and stuff so what about you heartfelt heartfelt uh Wish I wasn't following you on that. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to my cousin Joey, a new listener. Uh, appreciate you, man. Thanks for being a, a supporter of the pod and hope to see you soon. Shout, shout out, out to Yeah, shout out to Gabby for helping me hold it down these past like two months. It has been like we're on a freight train with no brakes and it just is just going. Uh, so I appreciate you being along for the ride with me. Shout out to my boy Joe, uh, who's been helping me out with my truck. He's a mechanic, so he's, he does some pretty good work. Shout out to Jet Automotive. Those of you who live in San Antonio, shout out to Jet Automotive. Great work. I've also got a shout out to my moms. Can't wait to see you for Christmas. And then shout out to Carissa and Vanessa. I'm going to see you guys this weekend. It's been too long, and I'm so happy to uh, see you again. Hell yeah. Oh, and shout out to our special guest in the uh, music episode. You know Ooh, who you are. Shout out to our, to our two special guests. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us again. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week for another episode of Revenge of the Pod.